Do you love Batman? Do you love Frasier? Do you love Seinfeld? Do you love Dr. Seuss? Do you love James Bond? Do you love Captain America? Oh, hell, do you just love everything that's nerd-related? I know I do. Well, you should come on over to a Nerds World podcast and listen to us, Justin and Andrew, talk everything that's nerd. Yeah, every two weeks, we delve into some random topic that we choose at the end of each episode, and we tell you the whole history of it, or as much as we feel the need to write down, our history of it, and our favorite things about it. So come on over to a Nerds World, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome everyone to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now here's your hosts, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys. Hello and welcome to Pod and Gore. My name is Brandon. My name is Justin. Welcome to the show. Hello. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Uh, it's my birthday, it's, my birthday. <laughs> what the actual fuck are you talking about? Uh, it's a Thor reference. The way oh, you talked with your voice in there and stuff. I'm, yeah, you lost me. I was about to ask you, is it really your birthday? About a month ago. But, <laughs> I'm a good friend. <laughs> uh, welcome to our cri- uh, Christmas horror story. Story. <laughs> our episode. Yes. Um, We're off to a good start. We are off to a fantastic start. I almost thought about stopping and restarting because you killed it, but no, we'll roll with it. Um, I'd seen this movie several times. Yeah. I watch it every Christmas, for kind of like what Justin does with Trick or Treat. Right. I do this, I'd probably say the last three years. This is the third Christmas I think I've watched it. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I like it a lot. Um, some things more than others, but I mean, you get that with anything. True. Um, I believe this was your first time watching it. Yes, it was. And? I liked it. There was a lot of back and forth in my brain and a, <laughs> an entire section or story arc that I really didn't like mm-hmm. until the end. Yeah. And we'll get to it. But as soon as it ended and they revealed what was going on, I went, oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah. I still think they could have tweak some stuff but it makes so much more sense and is so much more powerful once you realize what's going on and the con the concept is there they nailed the idea yeah execution maybe not as much i don't know like i get what you're saying with it like on paper what they did was brilliant yeah but like i feel like i think i know what you mean by like it could have been either shot or done just a tad bit different. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking all the past 24 hours is what would I have done differently? And from a structure standpoint, nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I was even trying to pick at the... We're talking about the movie anyway, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I was even trying to pick at the whole zombie elf thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I don't know how else you would do that. And it makes sense and it works, but there's a cheesiness to it that is so different than the rest of the movie, uh-huh. it took me out every time. Yeah. Because it was so corny. I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> this is, like, I know you want to do Santa and elves and whatever, but there's such a weird Evil Dead style disconnect <laughs> from the rest of the style of the movie. I got you. And for those of you that haven't seen it yet, um, that's basically as non-spoilery as you're going to get <laughs> for that segment. Cause, yeah. All right, so this movie... Um, 
A Christmas Horror Story is a 2015 anthology-style horror film directed by Grant Harvey, Stephen Hoban, and uh, Brett Sullivan. It premiered on July 20th. Well, there you go. Christmas in July. Huh. Um, July 20th, 2015 at the Fantasia International Film Festival and had a limited theatrical release on October 2nd, 2015, along with a VOD release. The film is a series of interwoven stories tied together by a framework story featuring William Shatner as the radio DJ, Dangerous Dan. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I didn't even want to tell you that it was uh, William Shatner first because listening to... Um, I think I was listening to your other show, one of your other show episodes, and you were talking about William Shatner and how something that he was in made it better because it was him that was in it. Probably Boston Legal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Something like that. Um, it was in that thread, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, I, <clears throat> I didn't know if you were sold on watching it. You'd be like, all right, we'll, you know, watch it tonight. We'll get it, mm-hmm. we'll get it over.' But then I'm like, Shat Nugget." <laughs> <laughs> hmm. hmm. Interesting. I'll watch it with enthusiasm. <laughs> so the 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 um, the idea of the movie is a uh, high school students investigate a mysterious homicide that occurred uh, the prior holiday season, or that occurred the, that prior holiday season. Um, a couple notices their young son is acting strangely after a snowy forest trip to cut down a, tradi- a traditional tree. And one family are stalked through a winter wonderland by Krampus, the Christmas demon. Mm. Um, Meanwhile, at the North Pole, Santa is fending off zombie elves. So, right there, it pretty much just covered everything you kind of did. So, the directors of this movie um, were Stephen uh, Stephen Hoban, who created the original idea. Grant Harvey and Brett Sullivan, all of whom worked on the Ginger Snaps trilogy. Hmm. I know these movies, but I haven't seen them. Yeah, I've heard of them. But, um, so the soundtrack was created by Alex Kaskin and consisted of a spooky adaptation of traditional Christmas music. Um, and the film introduced gory special, or the, and the film, or the film includes special or gory special effects. Okay, yes, cool. it does. Yeah. Well, <laughs> see, the funny thing was is when they showed Caprice in the car and she's flipping through her iPhone, she plays it, and it says, you know, in big letters, Alex Kaskin, oh, really? know, whatever the song is that she was listening to. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the tagline from uh, this movie is, you better watch out. It was produced by Copperhead Entertainment. Um, it was, it's, it is Canadian. We seem to do a lot of movies from Canada. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, English. It was released October 2nd, 2015. It's also known as a holiday horror story. Um, I believe it's in a fun fact, so I'll hold off. Jake D. from Horror in the Head rated the film a 5 out of 10, calling its overlapping segments uneven and stating that the, that the only, that only the final two segments managed to be memorable. Brent... Uh, and then Brent Galman from Oh the Horror offered similar criticism, stating that the film would have been better if its segments had uh, played separately. So like from beginning to end, then beginning mm-hmm. to end. Um, mm-hmm. But not all reviews of the film, however, were negative. Brad Miska from Bloody Disgusting gave the film a positive review, writing, While a Christmas horror story doesn't have the qualities of a big th- uh, theatrical release like Trick or Treat, it's glossy enough to bring joy to those um, 
whoever they end up seeing whoever they end up seeing it. Jay Seaver from eFilm Critic gave the film four out of five stars, calling it a solidly entertaining piece of work. And yeah, like I said, I watch it every Christmas. Yeah. It's um, so I'm, I was pretty stoked because of that to have it be my first. As you could tell, it's December. Mm-hmm. It's the holiday month. Yep. Um, we're not doing what we did with Halloween and cram- uh, you know, cramping out one episode every week like right. we did that but we will the next two episodes this and the next will be christmas themed and then we will get back into the new year the new Regular year stuff. uh i doubt we'll do anything i don't know if there's any new year slashers off the top of my head or anything i'm, I'm sure, sure there, there are, are. But there has to be yeah um i'm all about doing seasonal things like you know leprechaun in march and mm. stuff like that as much but, as i really don't want to watch leprechaun again oh uh, well, I'll, I'll pick Leprechaun before that, so that way we can do uh, Leprechaun uh, from the hood. Um, <laughs> so, blood. Um, I also there's uh, four segments in this movie that are all tied together by the dangerous Dan being the framework of the movie, mm-hmm. and then the the first segment is uh, Dylan, Ben, and Molly. They break into a they break into the school to try to investigate the murder, uh, the homicide. Mm-hmm. That's segment one. I'm not going to go into too, detail of it because then it just goes through. Yeah, we'll do that. When we go through the movie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the second story is Scott, who is uh, the police officer, and he was actually in. He was the officer investigating that homicide. And so that's kind of how it's interwoven with that. And we'll get into it when we get in the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, him and his wife take their, um, was looking to see if it showed the wife's name. Cause I never did get it. His wife, Kim. Okay, cool. So Scott and his wife, Kim, they take their son, will to, uh, cut down a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, uh, find out that they bring him home and something's off. It's weird. Uh, we'll get into that one later as well. Uh, the third story is uh, Caprice and her younger brother Duncan are with their mom and dad as they're going to visit Aunt Etta. Um, there's a lot going on with that one too, but uh, that's where the Krampus ties in. Um, and the fourth story is uh, Santa Claus and his zombie elves and all that. So those all are the that four, those, <laughs> so that's the the bare breakdown of what those four different segments are mm-hmm. bloody disgusting rated they gave their rankings of their, of the segments oh. and it went number one was Santa versus the elves. Number two, Christmas changeling. And these are actually, I guess, titled number three is Krampus. And then number four is locked in the basement. And honestly, I, I probably would, I would teeter between I might if I were to write my list out that would probably go Christmas Changeling um Santa versus the Elves because of uh the tie-in mm-hmm. and then it would be Krampus in the basement because the Krampus cuz Krampus kind of ties into the Santa as well and we'll get right. into that later also um yeah I'm not good with doing non-spoilers but that's the basics of it and then before we actually get into the movie, all super eleven minutes like. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, before you get too into it, I, 
just you saying that made me think. I mean, the the basement one is probably the most, looking back, disjointed of them all as far as what the story is. Yeah, because I mean, maybe the changeling one too, because it doesn't deal with anything else. No, yeah, I. Um... But it seems like there's family members interwoven, and there's just there's a lot more connective tissue than some of the other ones, as opposed to right. Yeah, I get it. It's, it's more like you have stories, and then you have the beginning of the story, and then the ending of the story, where they basically like hold hands. Yeah. And, you know, they're not really. <laughs> It's not like a full-fledged, like, you know, you're not going to see any zombie elves while you're in the basement, and you're not going to see the changeling, uh, you know, at the North Pole or anything like well, that. I, I so, mean, like, they're not like that the, locked in. Thinking back on when we did Trick or Treat, I mean, the way that they kind of weaved in and out of the town, mm-hmm. and you saw where Anna Paquin and her friends were, as you followed uh, Dylan Baker's characters, he was doing his crazy shit, and then he went over, and there was the kid that was knocking over the pumpkins, and that was kind of the right. start of the movie. Yeah, and I mean, like, with this one, you'll basically get, like, how they'll show, all right, so they'll show all the kids outside the school, Caprice gives them the keys, and then mm-hmm. she gets in the car with her parents, and then they drive off, and so that's how she's connected to the first story. And then when she's, her family's driving off and they, you know, they leave and they're taking the corner and they come around and then off to the side, you see people getting out of an SUV Mm. and then it's, uh, Scott, Kim and Will walking towards the fields and, uh, to, uh, cut down the tree and. I mean, I suppose they are just, it seems like they're more separate than they do definitely try and find ways to have those touchstones. That's basically what they do is they, yeah, they barely, they just touch tips. Yeah. It's like, that. that's about it. It's not as, it's not as, uh, it's not as, um, mixed as yeah. it is with, uh, uh, trick or treat. And that's kind of what I was telling you yesterday or the, what was it? Monday. I might kind of think of it like trick or treat, but like a poor man's trick or treat. Like, right. I mean, it doesn't have the budget, which we don't know what the budget is. I couldn't find it. Right. But it didn't have the big theatrical release. Like, I'm assuming trick or treat. They no. didn't have one either. Mm-mm. I don't remember. No, it was <clears throat> mostly uh, film festivals and it was a direct video. Okay. Because um, I was going to say, because the people involved in that movie, I think, were bigger and well more known yeah. than what this one was. Doherty and Singer. and Right. Um, so the, the town takes place in, um, the film takes place in the fictional town of Bailey Downs, which is where the Ginger Snaps films takes place. Right. So I guess they connect that as well as the name of the suburb, suburb where the Allison clone in the orphan black 2013 television series takes place. This was intentional as the filmmakers were responsible for the Ginger Snap films and director John Fawcett is one of the creators of Orphan Black, which I haven't seen. Right, um, yeah. It's good, though. Okay. Um, during the closing credit, and these are the fun facts, by the way. <laughs> yeah. During the closing credit, it is stated that no elves were harmed uh, in the making of this film. <laughs> It was uh, retitled A Holiday Horror Story for Sale at some U.S. 
Walmart stores. <laughs> um, but the title change was only made for the outside slipcover of the copies and was not on the actual print of the film. Huh. They did the same thing with Satanic Panic. Now, if you go huh. to Walmart and you pick up the case, the slipcover just says Panic. But it's actually Satanic Panic, right? Hmm. Um, Shatner's mug features a picture of Cuddle Cat from the episode six of Darknet from 2013, written by James Key, who also wrote the Krampus in the Woods storyline of A Christmas Horror Story. A little Easter egg there. Yeah. Uh, the ant's butler, Gerhardt, portrayed by Julian Richin- uh, Richings, also plays death in the TV show Supernatural, or played death. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool there. I get a lot of crap for this, but I've never seen Supernatural. Um, like my thing on Supernatural, um, I was trying to think where I left off. I think I watched the first 13. I mean, I think they're on like 14 or 15 now, yeah, but like, yeah, I've watched most of it because, but I mean, like when it started, oh. I'll see. Yeah, right. So when it first started, it was more of a story about the like your myths, your mm-hmm. urban legends, different things like that. And I always thought that that was super cool. And then later on, it became more of an angels versus demons, and now there's heaven and hell and all that kind of stuff. And it's not so much about mm. the mythy stuff, unless they are you know, thrown in little break episodes of like, oh, well, you know, they're going to go off and solve a Scooby-Doo mystery. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I love the show. I really do. I just, I haven't gone back to um, finish it up because the way that I think season 13 ended and then 14 started, because I do believe season 14 is now on, or was on Netflix even like six months ago. Hmm. Um, I just never made it back. And then I'm like, oh, I need to watch it. Because then I saw that uh, Jeffrey and Dean Morgan made his return to the show for right. like the 300th episode. Yeah, but I, I don't know that. when that is. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I've watched the first 13 seasons. And I believe it's done after the um, season 15, the one that they're doing or it's on now is the final. It's supposed to be, yeah. And so, and that's the thing too, because like, you know how I talk about like, oh man, like I love the Marvel movies, but I didn't, I've only bought like three of them. Yeah. And for me to go back and buy them all now <laughs> is like, let's, several hundred dollars. Let's go ahead and break out the old calculator because your boy buys them in like, I do the, like the 4K because mm-hmm. I, I'm eventually my wife will let me get a 4K TV, yeah. but I'm, I'll be prepared. Right. Sure. So the 4Ks are generally 25 to $30 a pop, right? Yeah. We'll say 30. Okay. So we'll go twenty nine ninety nine, and there's twenty two films. Twenty three. Twenty three. I have three, so we'll just do twenty. 20. So that's yeah, six hundred Six hundred fucking dollars. <laughs> I'm not dropping six hundred dollars on movies. My wife would kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you can't buy a four K TV, but you can buy six hundred dollars <laughs> worth of fucking Marvel movies. Um, Put that six hundred bucks towards your TV. <laughs> I can watch them now, but I mean, now they're all on Disney Plus. I'm good, which is a fucking godsend. Oh, yeah. I'm, you know what? I don't pay for Disney Plus. Thank you, Verizon. Mm -hmm. But like, I would not even bat an eye at their fucking low, low $7 a month. Or 70 bucks for the year. 
sponsor us disney plus yeah please we'll we'll do <laughs> they don't bonus, do r-rated movies we'll do uh bonus episodes of like the mandalorian and yeah we'll do a uh, we'll do a a fucking star wars and or a pod and wars fucking episode <laughs> like you like that pod and wars <laughs> yeah. we'll do that and we'll talk about we'll talk about the mandalorian and mm-hmm. uh fucking rebels <laughs> all that stuff but anywho uh, yeah anyway <laughs> anyways um yeah so they do 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 that was the last of the fun facts for that so it's time to get into the thing yeah because uh this i do believe is the thickest i've ever gone on notes yeah <laughs> like i almost don't even want to look at mine because there's just no point well i learned my lesson with trick-or-treat dude yeah. like when the movie is so that you have to pay attention. You can't mm-hmm. just be like, oh, I'll watch this. I'll not pay attention to this. Like, And with as much as it dances from segment to segment, like at least Trick or Treat, the segments are, they play out, but then in between the playouts is where they have all that, you know, connections stuff. and all that. So it's almost like get punched and then it gets rubbed out and then punched <laughs> again like with story yeah. and it's like okay. it's a little smoother yeah um so the, to get into the movie hey, it's not bad we managed to turn 10 minutes of intro into 20 minutes of nothing <laughs> <laughs> good job yeah uh we're gonna dive into the old movie here mm-hmm. so the way this movie starts out is it's super cool i love the 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 christmas song playing it and how it's kind of got that haunty creepy i mean that's always been it's i don't know the actual name of the song i was just saying like ding goes the bells but it's Mm -hmm. it's a creepy song anyway just the way i've heard it played even cheerfully is such a kind of haunting sounding thing and then coupling that with the bloody snowflake flying around well and see that the thing about that snowflake though too is that was really cool is um it doesn't start out bloody. Yeah. It like as the as it progresses, and the song's called "It's Christmas Eve." Hmm. Um. Yeah, it's super cool. If you guys, um, I'm gonna link it on the Facebook page, um, for all you guys to check out. There's a um, I think it's about ten minutes long. I listen to it every fucking year. Um, so there's a game. I have it on my PlayStation. I actually have it on my PlayStation and my PC. It's called Killing Floor 2. Okay. Um, and I'll show you a little bit of it before I go home. Um, it takes... Um, the game itself is like um, it's like a wave-based shooter game where you're killing monsters. Mm-hmm. But during Christmas time, they, re- they, um, they, they patch it to where it's like... Um... You son of a bitch. Sorry. <laughs> um they 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 uh release they update it to this version where it's christmas monsters and like um they take like six different songs and they have this like i don't want to say synthy but they take um like jingle bells right and Mm. then they make it like metal but it's like you can tell that the the music was made like with instruments, but also like through a computer with like, I don't want to say beats either. Cause I, I, I'm not, I don't know musical terms for it, but, sure. 
Um, I'm going to share that on the Facebook page because it's fucking badass Christmas music. Mm-hmm. I can listen to that shit all day long. Um, but yeah, so the movie starts out with a cool song. Uh, mm-hmm. Snowflake gets bloodier as the progression. And then kind of um, starts to swirl around and it brings you to the North Pole where yeah. you see Santa's castle. Which it, was cool and impressive, but corny and shitty at the same time. Okay, so I kind of said, <laughs> it, I, I, I kind of thought that I, it looked pretty awesome, but it was like kind of a Mordor. Like it almost looked like it was out yeah. of Lord of the Rings, but with like holiday lighting. And the, I guess like what I would say is cheesy about it is when it does zoom around, like it's panning around at like 360 mm-hmm. and it does look like something out of Mordor, you know, like the Nazgul castle. But then when it pans around to the front and then it starts to go in towards it, it's just stable doors. And I'm like, okay, that's <laughs> really out of place. You know what I mean? That's, that's like, a really cool castle. And then a barn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a fucking four piece barn doors. Um, <laughs> And yeah, so it opens up in there and then Santa's inside the stable and he's got a sleigh in there. And um, the thing that I like about this Santa is I didn't expect it, but his uh, the, the voice, mm-hmm. he really does kind of sound like traditional Santa. Yeah. You, like, I don't know if you well, obviously agree, but like, like his voice is really... He does kind of sound exactly like what you would think a Santa Claus would sound like. He doesn't ho 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 in the movie, but the way he talks is very, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, he does it's, it's a... jovial and boisterous, and he has sort of a boom to his voice. There that, you go. You got you got the words for it. Yeah, that it it sells you on he's Santa. Right. Um, and Except he's bloody and with an axe. Yeah, he is. He's got <laughs> this big old gash on his head, and he does grab his hatchet, and then he's it's time. Right, in his Santa voice. And then, boom, flashback 12 hours prior. And um, they flashback 12 hours to Bailey Downs, uh, where Dangerous, and not quite yet, but I put in parentheses, uh, Drunk, (laughs) (laughs) Dangerous Dan, the DJ, and boy, does he fucking love Christmas. Oh, yeah. (laughs) like I would I would love Christmas, too. Like, he's a good DJ. Like, I'd, like... Like, yeah. We should have to, an XM radio station. If he did, I would probably listen to it because, like, there's nothing about that that it's just this, it's just William Shatner. Yeah. And he didn't have to do much. He, he was just himself <laughs> drinking. Egg, <laughs> spiked ass eggnog. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm watching it, which, by the way, looked like milk when he poured it into a glass. I'm like, that's not eggnog. <laughs> which, me being um, on my uh, diet that I'm on right now, like, I just really want some fucking eggnog bad. Yeah, I might have some after the show. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some Kahlua. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No rum? Mm. I mean, yeah, I would, but. Like, I have Kahlua. Yeah, I got, that's all I have. Okay. Fair, I've never had it with Kahlua. It's good. So, Gives you a little coffee kick with your eggnog. You motherfucker. It's <laughs> nice. It sounds good, I said. And so he's sitting there. He's, you know, talking about what's going on. I didn't go into detail. That's mm-hmm. the one of the things I didn't go into detail on was what he was actually really talking about. Um, oh, yeah, he does. He goes into how the, um, the mall downtown is having their charity toy food drive or whatever right. it is and uh storm and norman is going to be at the mall yep. right he's not exact exactly excited about it oh. 
He's the weatherman, and for whatever reason, he's the one who has been chosen to go down to the mall. And in Shatner's trying to probe him and get him to join him in his yeah. festive attitude, he puts up this sign that says, Fuck Christmas, right. as he walks out the door. Yeah, he's just, boom, fuck Christmas. <laughs> I know, I, I was starting to think about because I'm like, fuck, man, I've already gone through this chunk of list. I'm like, I should probably let Justin talk a little That's bit. Okay. I'm like, I'll give you the fuck Christmas. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, uh, so yeah, he is definitely sharing the spirit with the spiked eggnog. Yes, mm-hmm. please. Yeah, that's exactly what I wrote. Um, gets into his first story, starts talking about. Um, oh, gets into the first story. Police department is um, inspecting a building. I forgot what it was at the time, but it was the school. Blood everywhere. Staged body pinned to the wall. They end up mm-hmm. saying crucified, but he's pinned backwards to the wall. Head you know, off to the right and half of his head's exposed. exposed. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, the, and then next to the body written on the wall is, uh, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, but it's written in blood. Of course. Which is fucked up. Yes, you do. Right, of course. I mean, uh, who has pens anymore? I don't carry one. <laughs> <laughs> I carry like four at a time nowadays, it seems like. Uh, yeah, and so they're kind of doing their thing, and then um, Scott's kind of backing out the door, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, the body of the girl swings down behind him. Yeah. That scared the fuck out of me when I was watching that movie <laughs> last night. I was like, oh, I forgot about it. Like, I haven't seen it. I only watch it once a year, but yeah. I hadn't... I don't know what it was. I would just... Well, I was immersed, and it scared so. the fuck out of me. Like, I, it, it, is oh, a, almost, it is a random good... Jolt. Jump, I yeah, mean, it's jump scare. it's one of those that you could not see coming. Mm-mm. 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 Not at all. So, um, uh, there. Oh, I, I skipped a, a note here that they kind of hear hear some weird sounds coming mm-hmm. from there. I wrote down hearing like some sort of cre- uh, like a creepy music. I don't know if the creepy music is what they were hearing or if they're just playing that during See, the scene. See, that's what I, it felt like they were hearing the singing. They're hearing the singing, but they were playing creepy music over the scene and I'm like, okay. <laughs> what are they hearing and what am I hearing that they're not hearing? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, right? Um, body drops down. Um, Dead body, I forgot about it. it. Scared the shit out of me. Okay, um, so outside of school, what is it? A year later, they um, all the the three, all four teenagers, standing outside the school talking about how they're all supposed to go and do the thing, but Caprice can't because she's got to go with her family on a road trip. So mm-hmm. she hands off the keys to Molly, uh, Dylan, and Ben, who are gonna go and investigate themselves. But right. the keys that they're given, you know, unlock every door in the school. Yeah. And like a janitor's master keys that she somehow has. Yeah. Like, and lifted off the janitor. That's, yeah, that's not completely, like, insane to think happened, though. Like, no. that's not the furthest stretch from the No, movie. I didn't even think about it. Okay. I mean, it's essentially she could have schmoozed the janitor and, you know, flirted with him while she jacked his keys. And right. Said, okay, fuck off. Bye. <laughs> um... So then she gets in the car, they drive off, family trip, dad uh, to go see Aunt Etta, mm-hmm. 
Uh, Dad wants everybody to be a loving family. This is the goddamn the only thing that he wants is just the family <laughs> be to pre- civil for yeah, fuck's sake. The family to pretend that they like each other for mm-hmm. just a little bit, and they can't do it for two seconds. Nope, he say <laughs> he's like, I just want a loving family, and then the wife's like, You want a Christmas miracle? Because the wife is a fucking biatch. Yeah, like from, from step one. Yeah, from step one, it's <laughs> like, Good God. Now, I mean, obviously, we don't know the context of the relationship and yeah, blah, blah, blah. But it's definitely uh, there's nothing, icy. Yeah, there's nothing that gives you, like, the like why is she being like that? Like, no. oh, you know that the dad's been a fucking deadbeat or a dunce, like, this whole time, and she's just over it, or she's just a That's kind of what bitch. it seemed like, but then at the end, it's... He's maintained their lifestyle to the point where it seems like she's not aware of the situation that they're in. Mm-hmm. So she's just being, being entitled. Yeah, that could be the thing. That could be it too. Um, and then they, as they're, and they're, okay, so then it goes out of the car and they're driving down the road. And this is where it. Uh, they drive by Officer Scott and his family going mm-hmm. to cut down a tree. Um, going through the no trespassing sign. Yeah, with a bunch and then gets called. Yeah, called. Get, movie. Well, the funny thing is, is he go, he's the cop. He goes to it. He's like, oh, fuck it, we'll, you know, we'll be fine. And then the wife's like, no, we shouldn't <laughs> go in there. Dick. Yeah. It should it be the other way around. Out. Right. And so... Um, Though I suppose now he's a disgruntled cop. Kind well, of. No, he's almost kind of like Detective Tap, if you think about it. Kind of just like he's investigating this fucked up circumstance. And, yeah. you know, I don't think he's become necessarily obsessed with it, but like... You know, it screwed with his head. Yeah, it, it fucked with him a little bit. And so... Um, he's got it, some PTSD kind yeah, of thing going on. Yeah, definitely. And then it, um, it switches back, you know, to the school. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the kids, they... They go in the one area that says it's restricted. But, I mean, they don't exactly explore anything else. So they, they knew exactly how to get to wherever it was in this gigantic building. Yeah. Well, like, and it seems like it's their school. It could be. I that's that was kind of my takeaway is this is their school and it's closed for Christmas. Yeah, and that's and that's that why might... they were so weirded out by the principal being there for some reason. Then he left, mm-hmm. muttering whatever he was saying. Well, he's walking down the stairs and he's like, "They can't know," but you don't know who is they and what it is they can't know. Yeah, it's and c- they never go back to that. Yeah, it's kind of like almost like a throwaway a throwaway line that, you know, could have set up something who knows what. But yeah, it almost should have been huh. Like I didn't even think about like, it, but it yeah, almost the, sounds like he's covering something up, but there's nothing in this movie that Well, if he knows about what they go through. Oh, yeah, he might know what's going on with that, but I mean, that's such timing. Yeah. That it's like, of course they're in there, and he's walking down the stairs being like, they can't know what happened to them, and this yeah. and that. Like, They almost should have had him come back as like some crazy preacher administering the rituals yeah, or he, whatever. Or whatever. That, yeah, if they would have showed him, you know, dressed up as, as like a priest or something like what yeah. you're saying, um, in one of the visions that, that would have made, that would have been a nice tie into that yeah. that would have been that would have been perfect yeah like it maybe um not to jump too far ahead but when they show one of the nuns pop her head out from behind the door if mm-hmm. that would have been the principal perfect yeah 
perfect. That would be 100% it. And then boom, you just change out one person and then you tie those two things together. And now it's no longer a throwaway line. It actually has something to do. Some validity. Wow, dude. We that, just fixed this movie. Yeah. I, Boom. The funny thing is, is I never thought that I would ever fix anything. <laughs> um, so, you want to you wanna sure. take it for a minute? Yeah. Uh, so, they go into the basement, and then we jump back to the family going to meet the mean aunt. I lost where I was at, though. Well, let's, I'll give you some time to get there. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, they're downstairs. They finally make their way downstairs, and... Yeah. They see the downstairs. Mm-hmm. They don't, I don't think they, yeah, I guess by the time, when they first go down, they pretty much know where, where they're going and they're traversing the basement mm-hmm. and they go, they happen upon the room where the the bodies were staged, which looked like a bedroom. It, yeah. It, yeah. It kind of looked like, like a, a monastery, like a monastery, um, dorm room, like yeah. in a church, like. Mm-hmm. Where it's just basically a like a cot style yeah. bed, two shitty beds with a flimsy mattress, and a like a an end like a what do they call it a nightstand mm-hmm. with a, like a little statue on it and a big cross on the wall. Of course, yeah. that's standard. Well, yeah. But and the thing is, before they go downstairs, I forgot. Like they're almost they're filming like a investigatory style documentary. Yeah. Um, almost like they're doing it for like a, like I got kind of like, you get like school paper vibes or like they're yeah. trying to expose something. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do that upstairs cause that's because they're kind of show the in memorial love. And then they show the little table that has like their pictures on it also. And some sort of like, I think like a, a bouquet of flowers and maybe. Well, a yeah, and I think bucket. they start there, but then they hear the principal and, and that... then they start to jam downstairs. Right. right? And. Yep, that sucks for them. Yes. Then we get to the ants' house. Or they're going to the ants. Right. And you go, yeah, they're driving up. Um, of course, they hide in a restricted area with no lighting. But it's where they were supposed to go. So, yeah, they are yeah. driving by. Uh, they're driving up to Aunt Etta's gigantic-ass house. Mm-hmm. And then you got Gerhard outside cutting firewood with a fancy wood fucking... <laughs> like... I don't want to say sawhorses, but there it's almost like I don't know if there's a name for it, but basically it's almost like just a racking to hold the wood, yeah. So he can cut it with the chainsaw, but it's made out of wood. Like I'm like, wow, that's a <laughs> that seems like a lot to go through just to cut some pieces of wood. <laughs> well, you know, you don't want them flying up and hitting you in the face or anything. I guess that'd not. be no good. <laughs> but the dad's like. This is the perfect time for us to air our grievances because the ant hates everybody, especially them, and for obvious reasons, quite frankly. And the dad's like, yeah, I think this is a good time for us to just get it all out in the open. Be a family. Yeah, and, you know, hash everything out. Hash out all the problems we've been having. And everyone's like, that's a stupid fucking idea. Yeah, because I wrote down the the wife is kind of pissy, but then they showed dear Aunt Etta. And mm-hmm. she's kind of stone cold until the very end of her storyline yeah. of what's going on with that, too. And I'm like, oh, fucking Duncan. This <laughs> boy. Touching the Krampus statue. Well, yeah. And the thing, like, the crazy thing about it is, too, is like, it's like he's like a cat. And he just kind of like <laughs> knocks it off the fucking piano or whatever the fuck it's sitting on. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, okay, you forgive him for touching it because it's a cool 
like it looks like a cool figurine it of a creature. It does super cool. I wish I and had it's, one. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I'd probably pick that up and go, oh, that's really fucking cool. And but, she snaps. She's like, don't touch it. Yeah. All German sounding. <laughs> like it had some sort of significance, which we later find out it doesn't. No, and that was the thing, too, because like, yeah, um, and yeah, we'll, we'll circle back this. You think it does. It sounds like it should. Yeah. Because she makes such a big deal out of it. Yeah. But then like, the kid is a dick, and he's just like, well, if I can't touch it, I'm going to throw it on the ground and break it. Yeah. Like, Ass you're, face. you look like you're 14 years old, and you're throwing the fit. Like, my three-year-old <laughs> wouldn't even do that. Um, But yeah. And then get kicked out. So, but before that, okay, so then he's, he explains the story of Krampus knocked. Um, because, so... I think he's like, what is this? And she's like, before he breaks it, he's like, you know, they're, they're like, what is this? And it's, oh, it's a Krampus. And then explaining the story of it, what happened? Um, like she almost kind of seemed impressed that he knew who, that he knew what Krampus was at such a young age and mm-hmm. actually went into the story. Um, and the asshole kid breaks the figure, but um, the aunt doesn't seem as mean at that point as she does protecting and making them leave. And that it kind of, felt like it was a gigantic mistake of them breaking the figurine like okay you have to go now like like oh my god you broke the the fucking the magical guardian that was well i mean and the daughter even says that at the end it's like so him breaking the statue set krampus loose and the aunt's like no that's yeah. not it what at all. I know. And then I was <laughs> saying, I'm like, like, oh, we'll circle back to this. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. I just kind of let us right into it again. So fine. whatever. Yeah. We're uh, all in spoilers here. Yeah, it's all spoilers. But yeah, so it's like, huh. And so then, she was just being a biatch. Yeah. Yeah. She, <laughs> like everyone else in this movie. It's They're like, just being dicks for dick's sake. Don't touch my statues as I reach over for one of the fucking 37 <laughs> you have on your desk over here. Um, they jump to the uh, North Pole. Santa's getting fitted, like they seem to be like taking his measurements, mm-hmm. and they're giving him the weather reports, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, like, that was oh, a clever little yeah, Santa nod. You know, like you need to make sure you're paying attention to you know slipstreams here and the mm-hmm. weather there and blizzards and all that. Um, and they show his uh, his staff, which really just looks like a golden curtain rod. Yeah, <laughs> like, like really, with a really really shiny end. shepherd's hook. Yeah, but like it, uh, it's like just kind of curved, but then pointed at the top, which we'll get into. But <laughs> that little point does a lot of cutting. Mm-hmm. It's effective, yeah. which makes you wonder why he'd have it in the first place. But you know, yeah, it's I cool mean, looking. It is cool looking, or maybe it's like it's so over the top that like oh he's that's not a weapon. No, but then. It, it is a weapon. Yeah, it's. Uh, but I mean, again, considering what's really going on, I suppose he would fashion his mental image of what he actually has into there's something. There's a spoiler right there. Cooler. We're in spoilers. I know, but we're not going <laughs> to do the big reveal until the big reveal. Yeah. And you're like, oh, mental. What are we talking about? Identity again? <laughs> Whoa. Spoilers. Um, But uh, Mrs. Claus brings in some cookies, and Shiny is not having any of it. Shiny the elf (laughs) turns down cookies, freaks out, and chops his hand with a hatchet, then Mm -hmm. faints. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? And the funny thing is... is And he died. 
Well, mm-hmm. the thing is, is yeah, they, they thought he died, and they're like, you know, elves are immortal. Yeah, I like the line of elves can't die, because it really kind of set this creepy vibe through. Yeah, like, oh, great. You know, <laughs> they can't die. This shame. is going to be Here we go, Walking Dead, mm-hmm. all over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's pissed. Elves can't die. Cool. Uh, <laughs> then, boom. Good story. Yeah, great story. Uh, <laughs> they uh, jump back to the family. Which they- family? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they they jump back to Officer Scott and his uh his wife and kid. They find their Christmas tree, which I would have said next if you wouldn't have cut me off. Fair enough. Mm, fair enough. I don't. I hate it when you submit to me. But <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Right. Hmm? Well, that was one of the tough things doing my notes because I didn't know names, so I put the family and then I put other family <laughs> to try and keep them separate. Right, and I went so insane. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying not to yawn and I couldn't help it. I went so crazy with my note taking in this one just because I'm like, fuck, man, I cannot lose the train of thought and be like, oh, what happened again? Like, you know, like we didn't just watch this movie. Yeah. Like, definitely should kind of know what's going on with it. But, um, yeah, so they find their tree and the boy, the boy hears noises in the woods. But then he gets he gets lost. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay. So then they start chasing him down, hunting him down, trying to find him. They find this inhaler on the ground. Then you hear growling in a hollowed out tree, kind of hollowed out, like. Yeah. But then it's like a big ass Winnie the Pooh tree. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. There's no poo in there. No. Uh, well, there's some kind of poo. Oh. Hmm? <laughs> in a poopy sense. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> It's three and a half next week. It's poopy sense. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But so you kind of hear this growl, like low growl coming from the tree. And Mm. then the boy comes out of the tree. Looking creepy as shit. Or so you think, right? Spoilers. Spoiler a lot. Fuck. Well, it's different to spoil a segment than it is the fucking ending. (laughs) You dick. Um... So the dad yells, boy looks angry, and mom overreacts, defending the boy, blaming the dad for him even being out there. And I'm like, <clears throat> this is a, a kind of a thread with it. Now, this is one of my, the, like, one, part of my favorite segment. Like, like I like the idea of this, mm-hmm. but the thing that drives me crazy is how quick, like, is there been a history of violence? Like, is the dad been like abusive with his PTSD? Like, that's kind of what it seems like. Because like she jumps from zero to fucking over the overreactive, defensive, like right out of the gate. Like mm-hmm. there is no ramping to it. It's almost like someone flipped the switch and she went like, a super protector. Yeah, like oh, blah, 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 blah. and it's like it, it's your fault. And it's like, well, shit. <laughs> she went a fucking tree. Yeah, thanks. But it. Yeah, I mean, you definitely get that vibe, especially later on when they're back at the house. And when it happens again, yeah. Yeah, well, and see, the thing there was, is a history of it. But later on when they go back to the house, it almost, the way that he is, almost kind of makes you think that he wasn't like that. Because, yeah, he lost his temper, but he left, he cooled down, and then he would go, like, seemingly be like, hey, you know, check on him kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's almost like... I don't know. I've never had to, like, I don't, I've never really been in an abusive situation like that to be like, you know, trying to assume how somebody would be after like, like 
say you're my son, mm-hmm. I'm your daddy. Mm-hmm. I beat the fucking shit out of you. But then I, I calm down and then I come and be like, Hey, you know, you all right? Like that you know, is kind of the way it is though, is that you get into that rage and you react. Right. And then when you snap out of it and calm, you go, Oh shit, I screwed up mm-hmm. and you have to atone for it. Trying to make, make it all better. Right. I just, I never got that vibe. Like he always, he kind of seemed like, a, you know, the caring and loving dad, but like yeah. he could lose his cool, but like, it's almost like old school. We're like jumping ahead again. Like when the boy acts up, like he goes to take off his belt. Like that's some like 50 shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like if that's a little bit more deliberate to be like, I'm going to take my belt off. And that's almost like, kind of symbolic. Like, I mean, nobody, my dad did the paddle thing more than the belt thing, which mm. fucking sucked. <laughs> but <Sure>. yeah, <laughs> but like, you know, that if you're in a rage, like a rage rage, I can't yeah. imagine that you would stop, take off your belt and then, then go at it. You know, I mean, I mean, you could, but it's not like he was sitting there like ragely fumbling, trying to get that belt off as quick as he could to fucking beat you with it. So I don't know. Like, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not going to pretend like I know, even though I did. Um, Just trying to kind of break it down Mm -hmm. because we're going to like, I know I went in depth in the notes, but we're going to fly through this episode quick. I feel like so. We shall see. I don't feel bad. Um, So. <clears throat> after that happens they go to leave and then there's a guy watching from a distance on a snowmobile holding up a rifle yeah which is kind of like like oh okay cool um yeah uh then it jumped back <laughs> so i like i had like i had to write down every time that it went from one scene to another they jump back to uh the students exploring the school and at this point in the movie they're they're kind of walking through and i just noticed i'm like molly's wearing a short skirt Mm-hmm. With like some leggings that come up to just above her knee, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, it's fucking winter. <laughs> I wrote down, I'm like, leggings during the winter. I'm like, why? It like you're wearing a, a short skirt, like a jean short skirt with leggings. So like, I mean, there's only a little bit of skin showing, mm-hmm. but still, it's winter. It's winter. <laughs> I'm cold in my house downstairs. Like. Bru- yeah, I'm wearing a fucking winter jacket and it's only like if like pulling up the weather right now outside, you know, it's 33 degrees. That's cold. I don't need to wear that heavy a jacket. I don't have a, I don't have a different, oh, it's not going to snow next week now. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm not trucking anymore. I don't care if it snows or not. You still have to get to work. Yeah, but I have, a, town. I have a truck. Well, I don't. With fatty meats. Well, you're the one who bought a Mustang. I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> No, you're Justin. <laughs> Idiot. Um, so, yeah, they uh, they find the sealed room where the kids were uh, dispatched. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I wrote boy because I, I forgot. I didn't know his name was Ben. Boy. Yet. <laughs> hey, boy. Get back here, boy. I see no boy here. <laughs> Only a man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Dylan's here. No, Dylan, fuck. Ben uh, keeps hearing noises or sounds in his audios. Yeah. So, like. He'll hear it, but then it'll pan back, and he's not wearing his headphones. I barely skimmed it. I barely skimmed it. I saw you fucking looking at it, you piece of shit. Um, 
You've been worse with it than I have lately. <laughs> I'm trying to keep my flailings to a minimum. Yeah, me too. Well, I don't know what I was doing with my... I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> okay, so... Um, yeah, he keeps hearing it, but like... He hears it with his ears, and he hears it with the headphones on, but it's almost like you never really see him take them on or off. It just depends on what seeing like how they're the yeah. angling of the shot is done like one minute he'll will have it on and it's like oh the bar's spiking and then so i felt like he did but maybe i, I don't know and i could have been like not paying like i said you could have blinked were, during that time but my wife was at uh, derby practice and my daughter was you know behind me on the couch watching tv she's like dad let's watch scary movie i'm like i am you're gonna watch cartoons <laughs> <laughs> i don't want you to be tainted with christmas oh no she yeah she definitely wanted to watch it though um, Ben is looking by himself, mm-hmm. right? And then the ghost of the dead. This is when you find out that there's ghosts involved. Yeah. You know, she's kind of standing down the hall just a tad behind him, but then of course she'll vanish right when he's turning around to walk away. Of course, as you do. Of course. Um, and then Molly puts the statue of the like the nun or the Virgin Mary or whatever mm-hmm. it is down where the the face obviously isn't towards her but then it shows the eyes bleeding i didn't even catch that you didn't catch that yeah Mm-mm. when she sets when she sets it down the face is like pointed towards you right and then it starts to bleed from the sockets oh. yeah 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 nice touch yeah um then we get back to the family bickering in the car right <laughs> as they leave from the aunt's house and they almost hit a giant white shape in the road and veer off and nearly die. <laughs> okay. Uh, this may or may not be on my list. <laughs> Spoiler alert. This is my dumbest moment. I have to talk about it now. Okay. Uh, this part of the movie was the dumbest. <laughs> like, I get, <clears throat> I get it, but it's almost got like this. Krampus is running across the road, but it's kind of badly done CGI looking. Like, you mm-hmm. can tell it didn't really happen. But it's almost like Sasquatch walking through the woods vibe when he walks across the car and then like it causes it to wreck. And I'm like, uh, yeah. And I'm like, uh, what in the actual fuck? Just I'm like, no, my God. And then, you know, the car spins out and then the dad's, you know, because that's what you do when you get in snow. You gun it. Sure. That's what I do. Is it? No. Okay. I You're dumb. So I might have thought you would. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for showing up. Glad you're here. Showing up and showing out, mm-hmm. you little bitch. Um, so I did. I write, ha, 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 Krampus runs across the road Bigfoot style. <laughs> dad's kind of hauling out. But the dad's hauling ass on the road. Like he's driving. He's not driving appropriately for the conditions. No. He seemed to be driving normally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like. What are you done? Yeah. You're dead. Yeah, what are you done? <laughs> You're an idiot. That's what you get. Um, it's classic driving faster than they should in conditions they shouldn't be in. Something goes across the road. It's like a fucking planet terror. And they're like, when you go this fast, if you see a deer, you just keep on going. Well, you don't swerve. And then the zombie comes up and he swerves and they crash. <laughs> okay. Uh, nice. Yeah. I get it. Well, it's the same thing when I was trucking. That's what my boss would always tell me. It's like if a deer walks into the road while you're driving, go into it. Yeah. It's different when you're in a semi. 
Sure. But like he's like, I mean, you could you just hit, just hit it. It's the safest thing to do yeah. because you could either run yourself off the road or try to swerve, but then you might hit somebody else. Yeah. Like, fuck. I never did hit a deer. That's Came cool. close. <laughs> Had a few. Actually, you know what? I no, I don't think I ever did hit a deer. But I, I remember I was going down a road and then. Out of the corner of my eye, down on the side, I saw a deer walk up, and I thought that I hit it, but I never saw it go across the other side, but I never thumped, yeah. so it could have been a ghost deer, oh. but then I pull off to the side of the road, and I get out, to, and I'm like, did I fucking hit this thing, and it didn't even phase anything? I'm like, no damage, no blood, no furs, no nothing. I'm like, ghost deer. Ghost deer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me. So that's fun. Back at the school, mm-hmm. they found out that Connor's neck was broken. He was crucified to the wall, and Jenna, who's the other, who's the girl, was mutilated and hung from the metal piping in the ceiling. Um, ben says it's still there. They tried. Um, oh, Ben said it's still there. They tried to wipe the the quote off the wall where mm-hmm. it was written in blood, but you can still see it. Yeah. Um, they tried to, yeah, you still see it. Molly knew the passage, uh, and that it was about the birth of Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, so obviously with the type, with, with the way that the school looks, uh, definitely has, you know, it could definitely be like a, you know, private school, but it could also be like a Catholic school. Yeah. Most likely. Um, but it has, it doesn't look so much like a Catholic school, like what I would picture, it's very bright, mm-hmm. you know, monochrome colors. It, there's nothing about it that screams cathedral, you know, your traditional, what oh, sure. at least whatever they show. I'm not Catholic. I've never really been in a Catholic church or temple or whatever. But Fair like, enough. Yeah. Like things you see in movies where it's always like really dark, rich colored wood mm-hmm. and like statues everywhere right. and stained glass and stuff like that. It was nothing like that. It just looked like a modern school, mm-hmm. but with some weird tweaks and touches in the basement. Oh, isn't that where it usually happens? There's the door and I will see you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so they get all the footage they need and they're like, okay, fuck <clears throat> this noise. Let's leave. But they can't get out. The door's locked, and now for some reason, none of their keys work. Yeah, they yeah. Um, and the cell phones don't work, even though they have service. Right. They can't get a call out. Banging on the door, and nobody's there to hear them. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah, okay. Then you want the principal to be there? Well, and that's the thing. At a certain point, they're like, I don't care if the principal shows up. I want to get out of this fucking basement. So they're even calling for the principal, and he doesn't show. <laughs> right. I would have. Um, I would have tried to break the door. I mean, it's a ghost That's door. That's what I was waiting for. It's a ghost door, but I would have... I was waiting for someone to bang against the door and go, oh, it, that hurts, ouch. Yeah. Well, I mean, it had rails on both sides. You could grab onto with both arms and kind of pull yourself into yeah. it, you know, like... And karate kicked it. I'm a big guy. I would have fucking thrown my, my junk into... Uh, <laughs> wow. Ow. <laughs> I would have thrown, like, I would have, like, hip-checked it or, you know, throw yeah. the... Throw the dump truck into it but yeah i'm gonna smack the smack the door of my junk bag get open ouch Ouch. it (laughs) didn't work i'm literally out behind the count and then funny thing looking behind you um your riddler cane yeah 
doesn't look that far off from the fucking Santa cane. <laughs> no, it's just more golden than... Yeah, it needs, a, it needs a, a little bit more of a spiral and then mm-hmm. like a pointy top, almost mm-hmm. like an ornament. Um, so Will looks creepy as fuck when they're back at the house and he super weird smiles for a picture. Yeah, hands dad an ornament, which is kind of a nice looking ornament. I, I saw it, I was like, I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Dad hangs it on the tree. Um... He does. He does look angry. Smiles yeah. weird for the picture. But then it's just like these little things that keep happening. Like, why is he being so weird? He does, He hasn't talked since beginning of, you know, the, or their introduction. Mm-hmm. And then he's sitting at the dinner table eating spaghetti. Shoveling it in. Yeah. Like, like he's it's ne- his last like, meal. Like it's a prison meal. Like he's never ate before. I... I'm not eating carbs right now, and I'm just, <laughs> I got lost in spaghetti. It's like, I need spaghetti like that right now. I would. Mm. Like, I literally, like, glossed over for a second. I was thinking, <laughs> I'm like, spaghetti. Yeah, that sounds really good right now. Fuck. I'm on day four. But no, the dad tries to get four, him to no stop. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sucks. No, dude. It's I'm doing good. It's I good. just, now I'm starting, I, I felt a thick-ass craving for fucking spaghetti. <laughs> Should have glossed over this scene. Um... But the but dad's yeah, trying just, to get him to stop. It's not going to happen. No. It's and he fork stabs the dad in the hand. <laughs> Mine. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, I would have done the same thing. I'm like, Joey I'm, doesn't I, share food. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I, I love the, like, the obscure references, the things that you're able to pull out of your ass. That I have no idea what the fuck you're talking Will you please change that to December? It's been on August since August. <laughs> like, I don't even know what come, like, the pictures are after August. So you just leave it on there because it's vision? That's part of it, yeah. That and I forget. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> it's really... God, Anywho. Bugging tangent. me. But yeah, he eating that spaghetti like it's the last thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Mom tries to get him to slow down. Not having it. I know. Tries to get him to go to his room. Gets right up and walks out, like, yeah. okay, whatever. Yeah, I wrote because I wrote that, like, he ignores everything said until they're like, all right, go to your room. And he just stands up and walks through his room, mm-hmm. like, all right, whatever. I've been waiting for you to say that. But... Yeah. Um, and then back to Dangerous Dan, mm-hmm. telling stories, um, plays a song for Connor and Jenna, kind of like a memorial, like, mm-hmm. you know. Remember the kids. Yeah. On this holiday a year after. And then he looks at this card that's the family mm-hmm. from the uh, Krampus story with the mean aunt. Mm-hmm. And call I believe the card calls him Grandpa. What? I'm pretty sure. Okay, so I'm going to look this up. Yeah. Because I didn't catch that. Um, and while they jump back to the North Pole... And Santa's up in his office. There is a elf kind of creeping, staring on the catwalk out there in the factory, just hmm. staring in. Um, and then Santa's kind of—he starts talking about how the elves are infected. Mm-hmm. And he seems to know what's going on. Yeah, very he quickly. he figured it out pretty quickly. He does seem to know what's going on, and he's sharpening his staff, mm-hmm. which has a very small point. And he says something to the effect of, "He is he behind this? Right, yeah, mm-hmm. like... So, like, he knows that Krampus, who is essentially evil Santa Claus, or the evil entity of Christmas, is 
more or less gunning for him. It's almost like a Wiley e. Coyote situation. Like, is that fucker trying to screw me over again? He better not be. And so he's got the, and then the the bodies go missing. I believe it was uh, what's his face, Slappy or whatever. Uh, shiny. Shiny. His body's now missing. Yeah, because they threw him out the window. They did. Well, at some point he goes out the window. I don't remember. He gets I think that's out. later. Sorry, I was uh trying to find the scene. Well, no, I'm at the Santa Claus scene, and I was getting back to the point to where he figures out that um the el- that you know they're infected. Mm-hmm. I fear they may all become infected. I just want to. I was going to get to the point to where he's sharpening his staff with the tiny point. It's literally like two inches long. Well, sometimes it's, that's you know. It's small. It's bears. <laughs> <laughs> um it's effective right we're so I'm just, I, thought I don't have my nose pulled up i was gonna I let you kind of run with it That's because I, I i just keep, thought you were you were saying something i just i feel like justin over here is non-stop talking fair enough uh so we go back to the kids in the basement they can't find a way out and the microphone kid gets ben. super ben gets super serious and dour very quickly and is talking about his Christmas traditions and how he's not going to be able to do them and what if the killer comes back mm-hmm. like he, he the switch flips very quickly and it's like you know he goes all to this very dark place and then he hears singing again and the camera operator kid goes to pee in the dark oh shit it is yeah how did I didn't even catch that Nice. You know what? <laughs> don't say that because you didn't catch the fucking other thing. Something I don't remember what it was. You didn't catch, but yeah, I caught it. Good job. Fuck face. One for one or two for one. Or... Special at Arby's. Next thing. You bitch. <laughs> How dare you bring up Arby's? I, I want a fucking beef and cheddar right now. <laughs> I want three of them. Um, well, I'm right here. Uh, <laughs> Sick. You think you're so funny with your beet red face and your jiggling belly. <laughs> oh man. Yes, I do. Yeah. Where are we at? Um, we back are back to the students trying to find a way out. Dylan pans mm-hmm. and sees a dead girl, but then is revealed to be a mannequin. Mm-hmm. Is that where we're at? Sure. Okay. So yeah, they um. Oh well, shit. So, yeah, Zam- I'm going to go back to Zombie Elves because I, I wrote down a little bit more about that. So, okay. yeah, Santa's in there. He <coughs> knows that the elves are coming. Um, he kicks the table in front of the door, and then the door they, the elves use, like, a Christmas tree as a battering ram. They break the door open, and that's when, I think, Jingles, no... That's shiny comes through. Is it shiny that comes through? No. Remember. One of the elves comes through. It might be Jingles. <clears throat> he charges Santa. And then Santa swings his staff with the tiny point and cuts off the top of his head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, to where his brains popped out. But he literally cut off like a good old, I'd probably say almost like a, like a, not a full-size frisbee. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the top of the head. Yeah. You know, clean off. With a tiny point. It's very sharp. 
It would still only gash it. <laughs> well, oh, Steph. It pisses me off. It's a tiny point. It looks like an ornament. He's magic. He is magic. It's like, I don't know, I'm trying to look at some stupid shit in your room as a reference, but I don't. I don't have uh, a lot of sharp objects in here. I wish. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't have a point. Obviously. Santa doesn't have much of one either. Duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Um, waka waka. <laughs> fuck you. Um, yeah, so he cuts the top of heads, uh, Jingle's heads off and then uh, throws Shiny out the window. Hmm. And then that's later on, you, you'll you see Shiny with the blood trail leading from the broken glass when yeah. he's trying to get Santa. Um, they... Then they go back to the school, the back to the students trying to find a way out. And then Dylan's kind of doing his camera thing, pans around, sees a ghost girl's face, and then he freaks out. And then you see it's just a mannequin, mm-hmm. which is kind of fucked up. Um, Molly says it's freezing. No you, kidding. But then it's usually a sign of ghost. You, you know, usually yeah, cold know. spots like that are sign of ghosts. But I also said it doesn't help. She's not really dressed for the weather <laughs> either. Like, hey, don't get Dad. me wrong. I'm not opposed to short skirts. Like, oh. I get, I like, it's great. Sure. You you be comfortable. I will. And if you're comfortable. <laughs> uh, you don't have the legs for short skirts. Uh-huh. Working on it. Was that your stomach? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm hungry too, man. Like, um. So, yeah, she says freezing. Maybe if you weren't wearing a short skirt and there's snow outside, that would be a little help. bit warmer. But, yeah, so generally cold spots are a sign that there is a ghost about. Um, they're, talking about their, they're talking about their Christmas traditions, and then Dylan breaks out uh, pocket candy canes oh, yeah. and then hands them out because they're like, I'm starving. And you know what? You know, tides over appetites. Hard candy. sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Works for me every day. Um and then so Dylan has to go pee, which all which breaks up the group, which always seems to you know, something happens when the group when groups get broken up. Mm-hmm. Um Ben is hearing it on the audio again, and this is where it shows that the meter on his sound thing is actually picking up audio. Right. And so um there's a ghost behind Ben. It caught me off guard again. I <laughs> I like I I I forgot that the, it was there, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Um, I don't believe in no ghosts, right? And then Molly starts to have like a seizure, yeah. on the ground, which really kind of sucks. Like, it would suck, Brandon. Well, it would. Hmm. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> yeah, it would. I have to contribute somehow. You just, you know. All right, so then we hop back to the family. Uh, Mom's in the shower. Take it away, boy. Yeah, that was creepy. What? Oh, when she gets out and finds out that her Will's son standing is there? Yeah, just staring at her. Yeah, he's like, well, what up, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> Not <laughs> like, much, I, like, I've seen this movie play out. I mean, wait, what? Hmm? Psych. I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and she freaks out, obviously, and then... It's it, a bad joke. Yeah. Obviously. And then he does the stand and stare paranormal activity style to the dad. Because the dad's on the couch uh, drinking and, or oh, whatever, yeah, just zoning like, out. Yeah. And Will's just standing there staring at him for a while. 
I like how you say the paranormal activity style because really that was the first time that like when you think like that's kind of almost like a benchmark of mm-hmm. creepiness when it comes to something like that. When they, you know, they do the fast word and she's kind of standing there watching them like, wow, that's fucking creepy. I, they're not great, but I like those movies a lot. Mm. Then the, the first m- one was so, I feel so well done that I, I, I think I remember trying to look up to see, I'm like, no, is this real? Is there stuff like, did this happen? Yeah, like, are they showing too. footage? Cause I mean, they didn't use, there's no well, cast list. There's yeah, they no didn't nothing. use well-known people, yeah. anything like that. And I'm like, wow, okay, cool. So did they just like... And there's no credits list. And so when it ends, it just ends. And right. it's like, oh, and, okay. Like there wasn't a whole lot going on with the found footage at the time. Like I had the Blair Witch, but like, you yeah. know, even that, when that first came out, I was like, you know, did this happen? Yeah. Like, yeah, cool. Um, so then we get to the creepy child hand under mom's sheets <laughs> which was disturbing in and of itself well it's because you see the movement of the sheets and it's like okay are they going ghosts with this too or something and then you see his hand pop out and it's like oh okay. dude i have a i have a chunk of notes in between that right there so yeah sure back to <laughs> back I'm to trying to move it along the family. at a brisk mom, pace hold on. mom gets out of the shower will's behind her he's he's sort of like they're they're not really like he's they're piecing the weird behavior together, but like mm-hmm. it's not quite to a point to where it's super alarming just yet. Yeah, um, but it'll get there. But the thing that they notice is that he hasn't needed to use his inhaler since they've been back, um, and that they're talking about it, and Will can presumably hear them from his room because they show him laying in his bed, but you can hear the audio from the other room, so obviously. He can hear. Uh, he can hear what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Dad wants to open up one gift before Christmas. Hi oh. Um, but <laughs> mom says, yeah. no." And I, I put being the mom just in case you didn't get it. Um, and she's not in the mood for it. He's not having it. Yeah. So no. And Dad's not happy. True. Dad's trying to get it in. And um, goes out and drinks on uh, drinks a beer on the couch, listening to Dangerous Dan playing Silent Night. Mm-hmm. Um. Will is behind the dad. You can hear the growls, but mom's already asleep. Mom passes out quick. It's been a long day. Yeah. And uh, that's when the blankets lift up. You can hear the growling. Mom's kind of moaning. And then I wrote tiny hands. (laughs) 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 Kind of come up and grab mom's chest Mm -hmm. to not be vulgar. And I'm like, oh, that's dark. Um, Did not see that one coming. No. Mom runs to Will's room as she kind of wakes up. She's just, she sees he's asleep, but you can see his reflection in the window, and you know he's got the glowing eyes, and you can tell that a demon face looking thing. Yeah, well, I mean it's a changeling. Yeah, um, but we don't know that yet. Yeah, you don't know that until later. But yeah, he's not human, and reflection is the only way that you can really tell. And uh, this is when, and then after that, they pop back to. Um, the other family. The other family. Wandering in the, the woods. woods. Yes. Ah. Yeah, go ahead. Look at our, our notes are syncing up. For two seconds. Yep, you go ahead and do it, and I'll bring it back if I have to. <laughs> uh, so the dad falls kind of unexpectedly, and it seems like he's caught in some stor- sort of snare, and then he starts bleeding for some 
go ahead. See, I can't <laughs> even get two words in. Just, just do it, and I'll no, tell you no, what I mean. No, no, shut up, you crybaby. So they're they're walking through the woods, and the son is describing that that night is Krampus knocked, uh, just as he gets whipped with the chain. So like you can it, like you call it a snare, but you can hear the chain, hmm. which is what Krampus has. He whips him with it because uh. it's the same thing as when they pulls Duncan with it later, and so the, um, I'll hold off and let you continue but no it wasn't a snare it was um i'm I feel like you just go pretty ahead sure you usually <laughs> are but it, i'm pretty sure it was krampus whipping him because he's got a big old fucking hole in his stomach well that's out. it's like i feel like i blinked at the wrong time or something because like he falls and then he's bleeding and it's like i don't i never really understood mm-hmm. why yeah he was he was uh krampus got him with the chain mm-hmm. with the chain whip, chain whip. um and then so gets whipped with the chains, bleeding all over from the stomach. Duncan doesn't listen, walks off on his own. Of course. Because um, he's hearing noises, picks up the flare, and then he gets hooked and then pulled off. See, in the Gone. way that it happened, it seemed more zipliney, like he got caught in a trap and then was pulled. I didn't see a chain there either. But I again, I could, I've only watched this once. So. Well, you know what? To like, I guess to be fair, it, if Krampus being the spirit of Christmas is out there setting fucking booby traps and snaring up the woods. I mean, I guess I can find a reality where that's possible and not completely idiotic. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, I mean, I, I could see why you would think that because when it does pull him yeah. and then he gets almost like he's pulled into a hole. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see why the, Less educated would think that, right. but even me, <laughs> zinga. <laughs> um, but no, I'll, I'll give you that. I, I, I could see Thanks. why you would think that. Thanks. Oh, I'm gonna go I back fucking, to Santa. I, I dial it back and I give it back. <laughs> I like, I'm like, you know what? You could be right, and I would be the first to admit I'm wrong. Generally, not, would you but know? I would do. <laughs> I'm glad you have fun. You're like one of the only people that I can shit on constantly, and I keep bringing me back for more. That's what I'm here for. You're a good guy. So we go back to... I'm not even drunk, I'll, and I'll say it. Oh. That's a first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Mom and Caprice run after him, but he's long gone. Uh, Dad jump scares him behind him, and then they start to hear the beastly growls in the distance, and it's like... Uh, go Krampus is out in the distance somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then boom, right there. Back to Santa time. Yep. yep. He gets zombie elved in the elevator. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, it's like, oh god, this door will not close fast enough. <laughs> yeah. Like he's like, I'm just trying to get in here, and all of a sudden you hear like this little fucking, yeah, like pitter patter of tiny feet <laughs> just charging. And this is what got me is that it's just so doofy. And I know it's hard because they're elves and it's like Leprechaun where it's like, he's supposed to be scary, but he just looks dumb and well, it's I, not. See, it, I, what I, what makes it kind of doofy for me with them is the fucking quick movements and the mm-hmm. fa- the facial expressions. Like yeah. there's and some of the dialogue given what the ending is doesn't make sense because I don't see. And I guess I, Again, I already spoiled it, so I can't really get too far into it. But spoiled what? 
the ending. No, you didn't spoil. We didn't technically spoil anything, so Fair enough. we're going to save the reveal. But given what we know to be true, mm-hmm. the dialogue doesn't make sense. Because the the way they're talking, it's very again, it's evil Betty. It's stamp this. I have. It's a possibility. We um, when we re- talk about what actually happened, yeah. bring this up, and I'll tell you what I think could be a possibility. Fair enough. But um, it's like when they, one of the elves says something along the lines of "I'll hit you with your cane and your rosy red ass" or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, that's what. That's, and it was like that's, that's really strange. I mean, it's funny, I guess, but it's <laughs> it's very much like an Evil Dead wacky humor horror line yeah, that did. doesn't make sense given the context. Right. So, what I did is, yeah, um, Santa's walk. So I wrote down Santa's walking through the hall to the elevator. Tiny bloody handprint underneath, you know, mm-hmm. the elevator button. Then sparkles charges, and then a. Um, a bunch of elves start to charge the elevator mm-hmm. into the elevator door closes goes down door opens nothing but dead um, elves in there and he walks out like and Captain over America style yeah right yeah exactly <laughs> like that and except they died <laughs> wrong kid dad um, gets downstairs um, yeah the elevator door opens all the elves are dead staff is bloody um, comes out shiny is laying on the ground talking serious shit like the thing like the things that he like what the fuck are you talking about and then um santa i think does does he pick up a hatcher or he uses staff he uses a staff and stabs him okay because he's like because shiny's like santa doesn't have the christmas balls you yeah and it's stuff like that and it's just like (laughs) i wrote down because i'm like you don't have the christmas balls to (laughs) you stab me yeah, dude, just like speed kills, jerk. <laughs> um, yeah, so then they pop back to the the radio station, and you uh, hear Dangerous Dan's pulling a double shift on the radio. But you know, if if you go into work tomorrow and you have to work a quote unquote double shift, you're how pissed are you going to be? First of all, very because that's a sixteen hour day. But in radio, that's different because their hours are different. I think so. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I guess, you know, if a double shift is... A double shift for them is could, like a full shift for us. It could be. Based What's, on Fraser. Well, fair enough. Okay, so you, you're you up there in age. Um, you, I mean, how many jobs jobs have you had? Three, four. Three or four? What's the longest you've ever worked straight? Uh, I got close to 12. We, we were at That's 11. That's it? Yeah. Fuck you. Well, <laughs> I ain't as high a status as you no, are. No, 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 no. I mean, fuck the fact that I worked 10 hours today <laughs> and I worked 11 hours yesterday and 14 hours the day before. See, I've never gone that far. But no, I'm salary, so they dick me. <laughs> but yeah. um, the longest I, I ever worked was almost 19 hours straight. Screw that. Um, cause, well, I used to work at a gas station in Oregon. It's uh, full service, so you pump gas. This is... 15 years ago yeah about 15 to between 15 20 years ago um it was the job that i had just out of high school i had my own apartment i was um i would work try to work as much as i can i was only making 200 dollars a week Mm -hmm. fucking sucked my rent was 600 dollars. so do the math sure um 
and I like the hours, the shifts, there were only three. There were six to two, two to 10, 10 to six. Um, and there would be a lot of, um, oh my God, you know, where the fuck is Brandon? He's supposed to, you know, relieve me. And if you couldn't get somebody to come in, either the manager would have to come in or he'd try to talk you into fucking working a double. Mm-hmm. And we did that shit all the time, you know, six to two, then, a, you know, two to 10 and all that kind of stuff. But like, yeah, I guess I, I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know why I'm not surprised that you have almost worked a 12 hour shift. Not even at Ace. You've not that's worked? where it was. It was the, okay. that, that's where the almost 12 was. That seems like you've been there for what, 12 years? Mm-hmm. We're good at what we do. No, I, I'll fucking smack your mouth. Inventory boy. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, they're checking in with Storm and Norman. They don't get anything but static. Like it's like it calls cutting out. That mm-hmm. you, it gives you literally nothing. And, um, but you don't really think anything of it. No, you don't. And then you're like, okay, cool. So they, uh, why did I write Bush? I don't know. <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> Buzz. Mm-hmm. So Susan, the non-existent like producer who's mm-hmm. like doing this or that, he's like, he said she was harshing something. but I, I Harshing is Buzz. Yeah, but autocorrect changed it to Bush, and I'm like... It did. Hmm. <laughs> so, Dad is napped out on the couch. Mm-hmm. We're back to uh, the family, Scott. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's pa- he like almost like he took like a 13-minute nap, wakes up, and then sees that all the presents have been opened. Yeah. This is where Dad loses his mind. Mm-hmm. He lost <laughs> He snaps shit. hard. Yeah, he does. Um, and then Mom jumps right back into the defending mode. And this one's a little bit more called for because dad's going like banana he's balls. He's not happy. And then he looks down at the boy and the boy's smiling at him. Like once mm-hmm. the mom goes into, you know, mama bear protective mode, you know, Will's looking up with him with a fucking grin on his face. And I would have been like, can <laughs> 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 look at me. Like, I would have done a quick one where mom didn't have any time to react. And then I would have walked away or fucking like Austin power style. And I would have ran back at him fucking smacked right, <laughs> right in his face. Um, but yeah, then she kicks him out. She's like, get out. Mm-hmm. So he goes back to the living room. <laughs> right? I'm going to finish my nap. And dad's taking shots. He's out there just fucking chugging whatever the fuck he's drinking. Hilarious. And then the phone rings. Mm-hmm. And the uh, mom answers. Yep. <laughs> and it's the creepy man. Yeah. That was staring at them from the snowmobile. And somehow he was able to track them down and via, get their phone number. Via license plate. Yeah. You can get the phone number from the license plate? I don't know. I've never tried to track anybody <laughs> down that way. I would hope not. Yeah. But I suppose internet nowadays. Well, and, I mean, yeah, this movie's not that old. No. Uh, and creepy old guys going, hey, that's not your son. Bring him back. Yeah, bring him back to the forest. And she reacts how pretty much anyone would react in that situation and says, you're fucking nuts and hangs up the phone. Right. Um... This is probably the longest note that I took. Oh. Uh, phone rings. Man from the field a concern, says he's a concerned neighbor. Tracked them down by license plate. Asking questions about the boy. Something happened to the boy. Boy is still lost. Bring the changeling back. My uh, na- uh, naive mom hangs up and says, don't call again. But, you know, I feel like every crazy person in these movies with a warning that's true needs to dial back the crazy because they're 
automatically not believable. Like if some crazy person Friday thirteenth with Ralph. Yeah. Don't go up there to camp blood. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna come back now. <laughs> That's, uh, shouldn't have gone that way. <laughs> Just a boy. <laughs> oh, so back to the kids. Creepy mannequins. Fucking this is when shit gets really weird. Mm-hmm. Really weird. Molly leads the camera guy to the murder room. Yeah. And starts stripping down and the cross on the wall shakes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because it's weird because, like, yeah, she um, she's humming, she's trying to seduce him, mm-hmm. starts taking her clothes off, but then she gets aggressive with him. Like, she's, like, grabbing it. Like, she's like, give me it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she's fumbling with his belt real yeah. quick, which is weird because, like, I don't know, I didn't start wearing a belt until I got fat. <laughs> and I'm like, my pants, I need to keep them up. Sure. Which is you'd think wouldn't be a problem, but I didn't. I only wore only wear belts to work, mm. and I'm like, kid, I, I never wore a belt in high school or middle school. I'm trying to think. I don't have much of an ass, and so my <laughs> oh, I got my pants fall off anyway. I got donk, dude. I don't. Like, <laughs> you would think there wouldn't be a problem, uh. but um, yeah. So in the like the surprising thing is, is sh- he shuts it down. He's like, yeah. you know, I have a girlfriend. So good guy, Dylan. Yeah. Doesn't that was it... a bit of a twist. I was like, oh, wow, that's a nice change from what you would normally expect to see happen in this situation. Yeah, because, I mean, if I'm in high school and, you know, a cute girl my own age tries to fumble at the old belt ski, <laughs> I don't know if I would be like, all right, we're done. I'm in Thank a you. committed relationship, <laughs> yeah. sorry. Yeah, and he like he literally, he shut it down quick. I was, I was like, good job, man. Um but what's fucked up is the way that she woke him up is like she sh- like shined the lights in his eyes until it woke him up. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> um, shuts it down. She looks at the crucifix, starts shaking. Mm-hmm. And like she's like, oh, you fucking better let me have it. <laughs> all, all pissed off. Um, and then we jump back to the dad obsessing over the case files again. Mm-hmm. And the mom researching changelings on... <laughs> google right like i don't believe you but let me take a look see it let me <laughs> it's pretty peculiar tonight yeah let's go ahead and pop on like wikipedia which is our favorite my favorite website indeed for this show yeah and she hears a noise <laughs> and heads over to the living room right i was thinking about this on at work today i hmm. was like pod and gore a wikipedia podcast <laughs> Please find us. Half the time. Well, no, they, I was looking up information last night, and they were trying to get donations out of me, so they, they ain't going to sponsor <laughs> mm. nobody. I'll just use their name. Uh, pa- so the Pa-pa-pa-pa. mom goes out to the living room, and it's a mess, and she freaks out and gets a bat, and then she gets back in the living room, and we see that dad's been strangled with a belt, and his hand was chopped off, yeah, so, which is super nuts. Yeah, here, here's the thud. Glass breaking. Goes to the best of the eight. Does grab the bat. See Scott on the floor. In the corner, leaned, well, not in the corner-ish, leaned up against the shelf. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he did have a belt around his neck, Yeah, had Christmas lights wrapped around his chest, hand was cut off. Weird, like, that's a that's a, a weird combination. Like, is the Christmas lights just to be like, hey, don't forget it's Christmas? <laughs> Even though it's right mm-hmm. next to a Christmas tree? Like, I get the... I get the belt, so he's yeah. Probably, the belt makes total sense. Yeah, he's like and a bit less. I don't know. I don't. But know it's still cool. About, I don't know. You know, maybe that'd be a cool bonus episode to do research and look up myth, talk about mythical like, stuff. Yeah, be like, I don't know. Be like lore. Yeah, we can go into like lore, like 
Lore. Lore. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it cuts off the fucking hand, which is weird as shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's like a, a changeling thing. You know, maybe. Well, I, I mean, you could go an abusive thing. Like he hit me with this hand, strangled so him I... with the bat, or with the bat, strangled Ouch. him. <laughs> this <laughs> is identity. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was just thinking that too, because like, um, yeah. So choked him out with the belt because mm-hmm. he was gonna spank him with the belt, yeah. and then you could have cut off the right hand that could you've been used to spank him, yeah. but you don't ever see him do it. So like the the changeling doesn't necessarily have a reference to that. Right. And so, like, I mean, if that was the case, then that could lead into more of, like, holy shit, dad was an abusive dick. Mm-hmm. Even though they kind of paint him out to be, like, almost, like, traumatic. Yeah, it's like a PTSD kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so we're back to the other family now. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The tree kind of shakes and growls, and then she fucking, boing, she's gone. I didn't even catch that. You didn't? Yeah. So, like, she's looking at him, she's like, oh, and all of a sudden it's like and then like she fucking runs to the door <laughs> or yeah, in the other direction i could see that and then we're back to the family making their way towards the church and dad's mm-hmm. still bleeding out sure as happens when you get a hook to the gut yeah and then you don't go to a hospital right away and you're still chilling in the woods yeah it's cold it should slow the blood so they start fair, uh fair enough they're in a church and they start absolving themselves of all their sins and this is where it gets really strange yeah, because this is, like, I get the idea of, like, okay, confess your sins yeah. about it, but the the thing is, is, like, mom asked if the dad could still go out and do, go can still go, yeah. right? She's like, you still do it? They got to go find Duncan. Mom doesn't give a shit about anything that's happening, but she wants to know where Duncan's at. And it's like, I get that. If my daughter's missing, I'd be like, let's get the fuck out there and find it. Yeah. But it's like... I, if you were stabbed in your stomach, uh-huh. I'm not going to be like, hey, are you going to be all right to get up and, and still come with me? Like, Well, she obviously is not the biggest fan of his. Yeah, I know, but it's kind of even more fucked up that it's like, hey, I know... I know you're bleeding, bleeding but could you're you do the dishes out. real quick? Yeah, it's like, oh, you're... like He's even to the point to where he's got like the bleeding out sweats. Yeah. You know? And they so they do start com- uh, confessing sins. Capri stole... Something from Aunt Etta. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Yeah, they did. it just looked like a weird stick thing. Yeah, almost like maybe like a like a pewter style match holder or yeah. some weird thing. Um, but then Dad admits that Bioplex is dead, and he did it to keep the wife, even though she's a biatch, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And so he's like, yeah. And the sister reveals that Duncan kills small animals. Yeah, which is um, okay. And the, I didn't write. How did I not write that down? I don't know. Good for you. Um, yeah, so then um, we get to a point to where she almost kind of seems to come around. Says she's seemingly human, apologizes, and then dad gets pulled out the window when she stops the acting what? like, huh? What'd I say? <laughs> I, dude, I fucking phase in and out of talking to where I like almost go on autopilot. Mm. I did the same thing. I called my wife when I was on my way over here, and I said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm on my way to work, and then we're going to do the podcast, and I'll be home. And then she's like, are you at work? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm leaving work. She's like, well, you said you were on your way to work. I'm like, oh, stupid. <laughs> yeah. You so, said Rindo. <laughs> did I say Rindo? You know I have problems talking, fuckface. Uh, yeah, so the wife finally kind of seems to like let up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then dad doesn't even get to enjoy it because he is to the window. Or the window. Rind- <laughs> the window. To the window. <laughs> the rolls. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't say Rars. 
Fucking dick. <laughs> um, and the yeah. girl's hiding the confessional. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a big-ass creepy tongue. I wasn't sure. It was like very bright red, so I wasn't sure at first it was, what it was. It was the tongue coming through the door. Almost, I don't know if it's... Serpentini. Yeah, I don't know if it was like a sensory thing or if he was just trying to be scary. Like, you stick something out, expect it to get stabbed. Yeah. I mean, shit, the thing that she stabbed the tongue with is longer than the fucking point on Santa's staff. <laughs> Uh, mom sta- uh, mom stabs it, bust out. She sacks herself to save Caprice. Mm-hmm. But like Caprice doesn't even, like she gets like, <laughs> mom's like, eh, I'm over you, whatever. And then Caprice kind of like runs around the pews and gets close to the door mm-hmm. and she's already dead. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> it's like if me. You bought me two seconds. Good yeah, like I like But I, I mean, it was long enough to get away. Apparently, so. yeah. Because that thing isn't fast. Mm-hmm. Um. They do the Krampus full reveal. I think Krampus looks cool as shit in this movie, even yeah, though awesome. even though Krampus is jacked, yeah, as shit, which doesn't make sense later on. And I'll explain it. We, when we get to it. I'll be like, okay, yeah. Um, so then we jump back to the school. Mm-hmm. Molly shines both lights on Ben this time, mm-hmm. and then wakes him up, and then pulls up her skirt, sits on the chair in front of him. So like she whips it around. She does a little sky a skirt hook because, you know, she's sitting in the chair backwards. Like I get it. Like a, maybe you're doing a little basic instinct, like mm-hmm. a little teasery. And it's like, you're what? Four, 15, 16. <laughs> you're mid, mid teens. You're, yeah. I'm going to say 15 to 17. Sure. Right. Probably hasn't seen basic instinct. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, basically what? <laughs> sure. It's a who? movie. Yeah. <laughs> What, what? You're no Sharon Stone. <laughs> um, she says that Dylan wanted her, but she wanted to stay there with him. Mm-hmm. So, like, she's on. Like, at first, I thought it was kind of like preying on how he seemed to like every girl that will give him any kind of attention throughout. Yeah. But like, um, she uh, she hikes up her skirt again and then sits on his lap. And then he asks, are you sure? Like, that's pretty confident of you. <laughs> like, like, you sure you want to do this? Like, <laughs> like you're going to be like, she's sitting on your lap. Like, are you sure that you're <laughs> able to handle what's about to happen? Like, why are you? Well, he's a nerdy kid. He's, he's yeah. I, but I would like, assume this is his first. I would assume that too. But it's like, you're sitting there, a girl sits on you and then you're like, are you sure you want this? And then, I don't know, it just seemed like odd phrasing for a situation that, like, a nerd would, like, that would never really ever be in. I understand. I don't have a rebuttal. I I get it. I know. I was looking at some (laughs) back and forth on it. But then she's like, he asked her, are you sure? And she's like, it's what you want, right? Mm -hmm. And um, starts ghost banging him on the chair. Yeah. (laughs) Which is like, wow, okay. Got to that quick. Yeah, it did. And, and then, then once he's finished, she comes too. Yeah, he's like, I knew, it's like, and I wrote this down as if I'm talking to myself, <laughs> which is weird, because I'm like, I'm like, I mean, you knew it was a ghost the whole time, because yeah. of how she's acting, but then when she snaps out of it and says, what the fuck did you do to me, that's also darker. Yeah. That's, that's heavy dark. Which I guess he's covered in the that phrasing of, are you sure you're up, you know. 
wanting to do this. Yeah, but she didn't actually answer. I know. She does it. Uh, well, that yeah, was her answer. But she has blood on her shirt. Yeah. Which then might indicate how... I see it at first. I almost but she thought, had she had blood there it's before. From, it's from Dylan. Yeah. But like... Because that was there when she woke him up. I know. I put that in my notes. Okay. I didn't notice that. Because when she's like looking at her shirt, I'm like, oh no. Yeah. Like, did they just like deflower each other? I hate to use that word, but mm. like... You know what I mean? No, no. Like I that blood was there. That was like a little literal split second and then yeah. I realized how high the shirt was and I was like, No, that can't get up there like that. Yeah. Um but Ben grabs the pole and then she tries to stop him from leaving the room, but then he bolts out and then that's when he goes and finds Dylan fucking spread out dead in the room or I think that's a little bit later. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that's later. Um, okay. Because we go back to... Mom uh, calls... Oh, then we go back to the family. Yeah, and mom calls the creepy old guy and has to capture Will, who's playing with his dad's severed hand. <laughs> yeah. Mom wants to... Uh, yeah, that's... But then um, she's holding the bat walking towards him. Yeah. As he's backing up growling. Which um, is usually not a good sign. Then char- uh, charges her and she swings at his head. Mm-hmm. Um... The thing is, is that the the man on the phone said he can sense your intentions and he can't know what you're trying to do. So it's like, hey, you want to go for a ride as you're walking towards him with a bat? <laughs> like, I mean, Betting practice, it's not duh. rocket surgery, but still like, mm, maybe you shouldn't be so aggressive. Yeah. She um, She yeah. got him in a bag anyway. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Oh, um. He's not there. I was like, you effed up, lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got up, uh, jumps on her back. He's biting at her back, and she gets him with a bat again. <laughs> Clocks him good. Yeah. And then back to Santa's workshop. Yeah. Yeah, that, like, that was a quick... Interlude. Yeah, there's like, quick, 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 quick. Like, it's yeah. almost like these... Well, I mean, it's ramping up. We're it getting is ramping to the up. end, and everything is sort of getting to that. Right, the scenes... Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, Long? This, yeah, we're longer than I thought. I know. Oh. <laughs> We're getting okay. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll we can speed through. So yeah, mom calls the guy about Changeling, gets him back. Um, then we're back at Santa's wa- workshop. He's walking through his like mail room, making mm-hmm. his way through door. All these doors are open, and then you hear a growling from the mailbag. Climbs out. Twelve days of Christmas starts playing. Elves attack him. They actually get a few bites on him. So it's almost like, like, is it transmittable by that? Obviously, he doesn't turn into a Santa zombie. Yeah. That's what I was wondering when they bit him. I was like, oh, is he going to be a zombie now? And I like how he spikes one to the ceiling Mm -hmm. um, and then lifts them all off him. Like, they kind of pile on him. He throws them all off, and he starts swinging headshots. (laughs) Like, you're fucking done. And then he puts the staff down, gets environmental with it, and then flips over like a desk onto one's head. He puts another one under a fucking paper cutter. Then Jingles comes back and charges. He gets tripped. And then smashed with another elf head. So he picks up and starts banging him fucking death mm-hmm. with the head. And then Dangerous Dan starts to talk about the about there being chaos at the mall. And there's no word from the Krusty Bird Norman. Mm-hmm. And how they like to give him a hard time because he's the weatherman. He has a master's degree from Columbia or something depressing like that. But they still love him. <laughs> yeah, I went. I wrote down everything that he fucking said right there. But he's like, but oh man. And then he starts chugging the bottle. And then mom's car- and then we go back to the mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim's carrying Will through the woods in the bag, and um, 
uh, da, 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 da. you can hear the growling in the distance and then they get to the tree near where they found Will. And then the man shows up, turns the light on. Mom points a gun at him. He's like, don't point that at me, honey. <laughs> like, yeah. Probably a good call. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, kicks Will while he's in the bag and says, what's the matter with you? And then he starts to tell a story about how the troll's been on his land for generations. He seems to be like a tear cake, a tear caker, <laughs> a caretaker in for him. <laughs> and that they're afraid of him because he knows how to hurt him. Yeah. But, man, he doesn't know where the sun's at, even though he said that he did, just yeah. to get him back. And he keeps yelling at it, saying, now look what you've done. They never listen. So he lets it out. He's wearing clothes, but now actually has the appearance of the changeling, now that he's mm-hmm. back on the land. And then uh, she shoots the man. Yeah. She shoots. She's like, fuck you. And then um, the changeling walks over to her, gets like real close into her face, looks at her. And then climbs into the tree, and then Will's back. Poor boy's freezing. So it's almost like, almost is it like a Wicked Witch of the West, where it's like, she, she's dead. <laughs> you know, like, like there's nobody. We to... are free. <laughs> so that's what I was, I was kind of hoping that, oh, she killed the old man, and now she's never going to get her son back. That's what I was thinking was going to happen, At and then first, they just yeah. gave her the son back, and was like, okay, well that works too. Yeah, this, yeah, um, and so. They jam back to the school. Ben is back looking for Dylan with Molly walking behind, seeing visions of what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, they find Dylan stabbed with a crucifix with the same phrase written on the wall, and then they can hear a baby crying in the distance. Mm-hmm. Molly says Grace wants her to carry her son, start, uh, starts to tell the story of what happened, explaining that she's going to have Grace's child holding her stomach because she let dude Jagoosh <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> Right, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right, uh, to impregnate, uh-huh. and um, she uh, there's like a, a ghost holding a bloody baby as they start to walk towards them. But this is when Ben gets fucking forced, th- forced chucked up against the wall, <laughs> and then neck broke, and then it looks like he's like you know nailed up to the wall like the mm. other boy was. Yeah, but there's no. He's just. Like stuck. Yeah, there. there's nothing holding him in place. So she lets Molly go. The door finally opens, and she goes walking. And then she's kind of slow walks out of there, holding her stomach humming. So it's yeah. really weird. Like it's like, as soon as Molly gets done ghost banging Ben, she gets up and then she has a realization like, what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. And then she explains what happens. But then she walks out like when she's walking down the hall and she's kind of slow walking like, yeah. like almost like she's back to being ghost possessed possessed. you know it's really weird probably they just don't really go into it yeah and so uh pan back to i'm sorry i know yeah i'm just gonna this is what i've been hoping for for the last hour (laughs) (laughs) fuck off um yeah so uh beasts are roaring as priest runs to edda's house banging on the door big ass cross on the door Mm -hmm. um she's running around the house trying to find a way in but then she sees krampus in the shadows and he charges she stabs him in the neck Krampus is jacked. This is mm-hmm. what I wrote here because the dude's fucking cut. Uh, she's a Merry Christmas, motherfucker, and lights him on fire, revealing that it was Gerhardt the butler. Gerhardt. Right? Um, and then she gets in the house. Ed- Edda says it's almost dawn. They'll be safe. You find out that Krampus is a Christmas spirit and can fill anyone. And if your heart is angry, it can consume you until you become the hellish beast. Mm-hmm. Caprice calls her out for being, uh, calls her out for kicking Gerhardt out after kicking the family out 
and then put the cross on the door to protect herself. She then realizes that, I don't know if it's, but yeah, she, I don't know why she kicks Gerhard out, but like, kicks the family out, puts the protector on the door, kind of being selfish in that fact. Mm. And then, um, she turns into Krampus. Caprice turns into Krampus herself. Yeah, because she essentially realizes that the ant sacrificed them to save herself. Right. And the funny thing is, is that she turns into a, a jacked Krampus. Yeah, pretty much is, the exact same thing. Yeah, but it's like, so yeah, anybody could be Krampus, but like if, why why couldn't we have a female version of the Krampus? You know what I mean? Wearing like, a, wearing like a fucking, a, like a... Corset? I, not a court. No, I'm not trying to get like corsety with it. But I mean, like he had like barbarian style clothing, almost like he had like mm-hmm. the the man's skirt, so like a loincloth. Yeah, kind like of thing. she didn't have like you know. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Like like um, animal fur skin clothing, whatever. Uh, moving on. Um, Dangerous Dan relates police uh, relates to the listeners. Police say stay away from the mall and pray for a Christmas miracle. That there's no word on the hostages, and you're kind of like, what the fuck is going on at the mall? Yeah. Uh, Santa walks through the storage room. Elves are still scurrying around. He picks up an axe. Santa's blinded. Asks for Martha. She says, "Leave me alone." But he's like, "You're safe." She's infected and cuts him. Mm-hmm. Right, and she shies away, but then attacks him again. And he breaks her neck. Yeah. Swings the axe. Um, stable doors open. We Santa- essentially are at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, we're again. back to the beginning. Um, the doors swing open. Santa's waiting with his axe. Um, he drops it. Krampus is standing there with the hooks, the vile enemy of Christmas. Um, then Don't we get hear my joke. Yeah. Santa v. Chris. Uh, Santa v. Krampus. Dawn of Christmas. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't see that one coming. Um, and it works because it's the... It know, is exactly fork. it. It is the dawn of Christmas. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's perfect. I hate, okay. to, I hate to give it to you, but I will. So I wrote, Epic Santa versus Krampus fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we end this tonight, is what he says. Yeah. Uh, cuts off part of Krampus's horn, and then you hear, a, you hear a, don't kill me, Norman. Yeah. And then, I'm, and then you hear like, a, what the fuck is wrong with you, Norman? And then, boom, you snap out of it real quick and then you uh see norman is dressed as santa with a fireman axe got big old gash in his face there's a dead body on the floor blood all over the place everywhere and then it's a it's a the crazy reveal storm and norman is the one causing the chaos at the mall mm-hmm. he is um let me see if i wrote anything fancy here um he yeah He's killing people, and then they kind of do like the slow reveal of like every time something happened with an elf, it's actually people either trying to stop him or escape from him. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, it shows an elf stab him in the foot with some scissors, and then it pans into reality, and he's walking around a kiosk, and there's like a, a woman crouched on the floor. She stabs him in the foot, and then she, you know, cowers back in fear because yeah. he's got an axe. Right. But yeah, it's it. This thing was the craziest like yeah. twist to me like it almost made the movie for me because i mean it's it a does. good it's a good movie but it's like it's so clever and like it's not something i'd seen before yeah i mean it's one of those which things is not easy to do yeah we've seen a lot of, of shit with and these kind of movies as soon as i saw it i was like i need to watch this again <laughs> yeah you, you text me that later you're like i might have to watch this again which is normally my line yeah <laughs> um 
But yeah, so you find out that it's Norman the whole time that the whole, the only the Santa versus the elves thing is in his mind. And then right. you're like, oh shit, the elves are people. people, Like regular people. And I'm trying to small. remember what it was I wanted to timestamp on with it that I'm like, oh, we'll talk about this later. The stuff that they're saying. Yeah, so, oh, that's right. So he's hearing Santa, or he's hearing the elves say these really fucked up things, but it's yeah. like, I'm wondering if it's like he's saying that to these people as he's killing them you know what i mean yeah, like that could be but some and not necessarily like you know with the big red ass or mm-hmm. things like that but like the things that shiny's saying yeah like he like getting vulgar and really like you know like mm-hmm. he could be mumbling it while he's gashing at people with axes yeah um or, I mean, he's crazy enough to imagine this whole scenario. So, I mean, it could just all be in his head. And right. They're not saying any of it. True. Until the end when he's starting to come to. Right. And so, the the, the stable doors busting open is actually the police. And he keeps trying to uh, swing on Krampus, which is Mr. Taylor, huddled up against the wall because he's injured. Mm-hmm. And then the sh- the, he lifts his axe again. Cops shoot him. Yeah. Shoot at him. And then he lifts his axe again. They, they start shooting at him again. Um, and then I, I, I wrote down, it's kind of crazy. Cause it's like when you see storm and Norman and then you see Santa Claus, like having that real beard was really a visual changer for his face because yeah. he like, when you see storm and Norman, nothing oh, like uh, you wouldn't be like, Oh, okay. That's going to be, that's Santa well, when they, the when they went to his face and then Santa's face, I was like, okay, I can see it. I mean, it's kind of there, but, but they also like, don't really show him in the beginning. Right, he's in they, the dark. He's, you know, us, yeah, it's um, more of a silhouette, and you don't really get a sight of what, what Norman he looks like. Looks like, yeah. But it is kind of crazy how much the beard does change his face to where, like, I would never notice even side by side. Huh. Um, so uh, uh, I wrote crazy how different he looks with a beard. Santa v. Norman, um, and then we get the the uh, punk Jingle Bells uh, credits. And then it gets into uh, Dangerous Dan taking drunk call-ins, talking about different things happening. Kind of like what at the end of Boondock Saints where they're doing all the interviews and all that. Hmm. Um, See, once the credits stopped, I stopped. Oh, yeah. There um, there was a, some stuff going on. Like, he's taking like, calls, but he's talking and he's all drunk. It's, it's funny. Hmm. Um, so, in trying to get this sped up because i did not realize we were going to go that like i know you joked about us going this long on it it was partially truth <laughs> it well it was but it's like at the same time like there's so much to talk about in yeah. this movie um we'll go ahead and hop into our scorecard okay um my best kill in this movie i'm gonna say is ben getting forced up against the wall and then his neck broken and then still being held there and honestly like I'm really fucking... Fr- I never do a scorecard until I sit down in this fucking chair. Mm-hmm. And it's Mine's going to be uh, Will's dad because it was so... I didn't remember. I didn't see it coming. Right. You I... don't see him die, but the idea of he was strangled with the belt and hand chopped off and all that stuff. Is I like, didn't even oh, think about that brutal. either. I did not think about his death. Um, my most wanted to live was Scott because he... I mean, he went through a lot. and I mean, so Mine I d- was the mom. Oh, yeah, I could see that, too. Um, she lives, though. I know. You, and, 
Yeah, I know. I know, and I know I kind of I kind of gave, like, a different explanation on, like, should we, like, when we pick who we wanted to live, should we pick only people that died, or do we right. pick, you know? But, like... I picked the person that I was kind of rooting for to make it through. Well, yeah. And having not seen it before, you know, it's one thing when it's something I've seen and I know who lives and dies, but with this, I wasn't sure how it was going to turn out. I got you. So, she was who I was rooting for mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah, I, I, I picked Scott because, I, like, I felt... I, I felt really bad for him. Yeah. Like my daughter's not at that age where she's starting to pit us against each other. But like, <laughs> I I've been there with my stepdad. Like I, I, I'm, I was guilty of that as a kid. Like I, you know, there's a lot of relatable shit in there and I felt really like, I just, I felt for him and I'm like, you know, he might've been a little over the top, but definitely didn't deserve to die the way he died, which honestly in reality is probably my, I would agree with you would be my favorite death, but like visually seeing Ben get force crucified. Yeah. That was was pretty cool. Um, my most wanted to die. I hate to do it because he's a kid, but Duncan's a fucking asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I get, I get get that. When you said that, I went, yeah, that's, that would probably be my close number two. Mine's the elves because, they were so... <laughs> Your stomach is growling so tough. I'm sorry. They were so... Like I've been talking about the whole time. They, they're they so over the top. Yeah. That it took me out of the movie every time. And again, now that I know what's going on, I want to see it again and see if I have the same reaction. Yeah. But the first go around without the info, it seems so out of place. So real... Um, I'll, I'll bring this up after the scorecard. Um, the grossest moment I would probably have to say would be the deaths of the zombies just because they were visually the grrossest thing there's nothing really gross in this movie for me yeah I went with will playing with the severed hand that would be that, that would be my disturbing. second right there because I thought about that afterwards um the dumbest move moment in the movie for me I already brought it up mm-hmm. I couldn't contain it it was Krampus running across the road Bigfoot <laughs> style uh yeah it and I know yours is Zombie elves. Gotta be zombie elves. For the reasons I've said. Um, so for um, our special category this week, uh, I picked best segment. Um, there are four of them. Mm. I'm going to have to say my favorite was the changeling. There was a lot of, a lot of story. It was complex. There was a lot going on like that in itself. You could have strung it out to be a movie of its own if yeah. you would have slowed down the pacing a little bit. Like I would watch that movie, and there might even be a movie like that. Probably, but like that uh, was my favorite until the reveal. Until the reveal, and now it's Shatner and Norman with the whole Santa Claus backing. Yeah, it's sh- so damn clever. All Shatty was awesome in this movie. Yeah, he was, and I was so glad that he didn't die. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he was drunk in the fucking booth, yeah. man. That's a dude. He was just being Shatner. Like, I know that this will never reach the heights of something like that, but could you imagine this being a job? Do it every day. Sit and talk. I get drunk, and I berate you for like four hours. And then... Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> Let's do that. Yeah. I mean, there's no way it'd ever be financially viable, but sure. yeah, that would be that'd be the life. That's the dream. Um, And so, yeah, that's it. Uh. What did we clock in at? Two hours? Just done. Yeah, it's going to be two hours by the time we're done. Jesus. You said three, <laughs> though, so we didn't hit three. Yeah, when I, I took my notes to work today and I, I showed them the pa- the paper, the packet yeah. that printed out, <laughs> and it was legit four pages mm-hmm. of just notes. But I didn't want to miss anything. Oh, I know. Like, I know, and I'm... 
It's I'm fine. off tomorrow. You're not. I feel. I always feel bad about that. I'm glad it's only 7.30. Me too. <laughs> I got to go get dinner. <laughs> oh, God. I know. Your stomach is fucking... <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, that's a Christmas horror story. If yep. you haven't seen it, you can watch it on Shudder. Yep. You can rent it on your uh, preferred site. Uh, I think, you know, you can rent it on Amazon, mm-hmm. Vudu, YouTube... Then you say you got it for like five bucks on Vudu. I did. I bought it on Vudu last night for five dollars because Justin's like, "Hey, uh, I'm, are you gonna watch it now? Or are you gonna watch it later?" I'm like, "Well, you tell me." I'm like, "If <laughs> you watch it now, I'm gonna buy it." And I'm like, "I'm just gonna buy it. Fuck it." Yeah, but yeah, it's on. Bucks. It's on Vudu for five dollars, and you can buy it in HD for five dollars. So it's. I might it's, do it. It's more than worth the five dollars. Um, and so before we get into the inch spiel, mm-hmm. without further ado, Justin's gonna reveal his. Holiday Chris, classic. Yeah, his Christmas pick. It's one I've never seen, but always wanted to because of the cover. Either, but I own it somehow. That's weird. <laughs> uh, it's the 1997 classic Jack Frost. Ooh, yeah, I'll be excited to watch this because, like, I, I remember I sent you a trailer. I think I only made it halfway through, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, not in a good way. No, <laughs> oh, okay. We'll see <laughs> how it happens. We'll see how. I'm, I don't want to shit on it in case there's a bunch of people yeah. out there that listen to this show that'd be like, you fucking snobs. <laughs> All right. Well, um, as always, we want to thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, Make sure to like, uh, review Mm -hmm. anything to spread the word. It helps. Um, We've, uh, shit, like 20 new Facebook followers in the last four days. Which is awesome. Thank you guys so much. Um, Spread the word and it's... Yeah, it helps yeah, out a lot. Yeah, uh, likes and shares and all that stuff helps, and we really appreciate it. It It's definitely going to help us um, start to kind of ramp up our um, our bonus stuff for Facebook. Yeah. We, we talked about earlier today about maybe doing bonus episodes uh, solely through Facebook Live where you guys can interact with us while we do it. Um, but speaking of that, you can find us on Facebook at Pod and Gore Podcast. Um, we're on Instagram and Twitter, which we're trying to ramp those up as well, mm-hmm. um, at G underscore pod. And you can email us at, um, gore, hmm, pod gmail.com. <laughs> one of those. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. At pod gmail.com. It's a P O D A N D G O R E, uh, Norris. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and we actually did, we got, um, we had an individual who, uh, directed a movie, uh, message us through instagram mm-hmm. um i'm not sure what's uh, coming from that just yet but maybe we will talk about that at another time mm-hmm. we had another uh friend of the show who just actually um i messaged through uh, my line app he uh found the show very recently but has been powering through the episodes and seemingly can't get enough of it so thank you so much for listening he sent in a recommendation for hellraiser we finally got our <laughs> hellraiser episode request um on top of the fact that i think somebody we i mean we have a, we have oh we have what i can't really call norris's like eight to twelve movies <laughs> uh, like a request we can sure. do one so we're not it'd be like well it'll be about two years before we get to hellraiser there but um now that it's been requested more than once yeah we, uh, we, we'll get to it. yeah we'll definitely do that it'll be my pick to uh you know spare Inflict justin upon me. um yeah so again thank you for hanging out with us um we'll catch you next well, two weeks yep all right bye. until then bye <laughs>